Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. The majority of my clients come to work with me to learn how to stop binge eating, to have a better relationship with food, to eat without impulse. And the majority of my clients leave every single coaching call with a different shift in perspective. And I want to talk about this and share why this is so powerful. So I say this all the time, like in order for you to heal your relationship with food, in order for you to stop binge eating, you need to learn the tools. You need to know exactly what to do to stop your binge eating. You need to know exactly what to do to release food guilt. You need to know exactly what to do to be able to eat a few cookies and be able to move on without spiraling into a binge or having, you know, an entire week where you feel guilty. Like you need to learn how you need to learn the strategy. I'm very big into strategy. I'm like, you've got to learn the tools, but by the way, you're obviously going to get those tools when you work with me, but you also need a perspective shift. You need to start viewing food differently. You need to start viewing this journey of healing your relationship with food differently than when you used to diet, because there are two different things, right? What you needed to do when you were dieting is completely different than what you need to do with healing your relationship with food and even how you how you you think needs to be different. How you viewed food and how you thought about food was way different when you were dieting than how you need to start viewing food when you're healing your relationship with food. And I know that many of you have spent the majority of your life dieting and all you know is like, can't eat this. This is a good food. This is a bad food. No, I know like this has too much sugar. That has too much fat. Better not eat that. That's what you know. And you're used to beating yourself up when things aren't perfect. You're used to being hard on yourself. You're used to not honoring your cravings. You're used to fearing your cravings. But this needs to shift. And what I mean by a perspective shift, again, is you need to view these things differently. Instead of fearing your cravings, you need to make peace with your cravings. Instead of giving yourself rules, you need boundaries around food. So what I often do with a lot of clients that I work with is I help them understand, yes, number one, why they're binging, but also number two, give them a a perspective shift to to look at food differently, and even notice how their language is impacting their behaviors with food. So I want to give you an example. I was on a coaching call with one of my clients the other day, and she's she's pregnant. And for the past few weeks, she's been extremely nauseous. And she's like, I feel so out of control. I feel like I'm just eating all the time. Like, I feel like I'm so out of control. Keyword, I feel feel like I'm out of control. And she said, like, I feel like I'm not really eating intuitively. 
And before a few weeks, she was like, I felt like, you know, a few months ago, like I was, I was like eating intuitively and I was really listening to my body, but now I feel out of control and I feel like I'm not eating intuitively because I'm just eating more than normal. And I can't really like predict specifically like how much I'm going to eat or like what I'm going to eat each day because of the the, the nauseous feeling. And so right away, right away, I shifted her perspective right away. Like literally as soon as she said that, I'm like, listen, you're actually not out of control. It feels like you're out of control because you're so used to being rigid and you like being perfect and you like having every, like you like knowing exactly how much you're going to eat, but you're actually really listening to your body. It doesn't feel like that because when you're eating more than normal, you're hungrier. It feels like, oh my gosh, I must be spiraling out of control. Oh my gosh, I'm not listening to my body. But I told her, no, you're actually listening to your body. You're eating when you're hungry, even though you might be eating more often, you are listening to your body. You are eating intuitively. It just looks different than how you used to eat a few months ago, but of course you're pregnant. The, the perspective shift here was really, she was just scared. It was scary for her to feel like, you know, I'm not in control, but it's not that she wasn't in control. It's just that she was eating differently. She loves being in control. She loves structure. She loves being rigid. And like I said, knowing how much to eat, when to eat. And you can't really predict that right? If you're feeling nauseous, you're pregnant, like there's going to be different seasons of your life. And I told this client, like, I'm actually so proud of you for honoring that because how easy is it to feel hunger and dismiss it? But you didn't do that. You're actually listening to your body. And she was like, I never thought of it like that. Like I literally was beating myself up because I just felt so out of control. And also she, um, she, she's in the membership. She's in the root and rewire membership. And she kind of pulled back a little bit, right? She, she was, cause you know, she was feeling nauseous. She was, she's pregnant and she wasn't really leaning into the trainings or into, in, into the, the Slack or our private community. And she's like, I notice a big difference when I pull out of the community from when I, when I lean into the community, I, I make progress. I feel momentum. Like I feel so good. And I was like, well, a huge reason why you're also feeling out of control is because you're not prioritizing your healing. You guys, when you prioritize your healing and you show up for the trainings and you lean into the community and you lean into the support and you're utilizing the tools, you literally feel so much better about your relationship with food because you know that you're taking action towards your relationship with food. And that was also a huge breakthrough moment for her as well too. She's like, yeah, like maybe I'm not really out of control. I'm just telling myself that I am. I said, yes, it's a story. It's a story that you're telling yourself. It's not true. You are eating intuitively. And when other areas of your life, like you're not, you're not plugging into the community or not watching the trainings, it's like, it's really easy to blame your food when you just got to plug back into your calendar, get on the coaching calls, get on the the Q and A's, like get into the support, get into the community. And you're going to feel so much better about your relationship with food. And you're going to have more control because number one, you're going to have more support. You're going to have the tools, but also when you know that you're taking good care of yourself and you know that you're actually taking steps forward towards healing your relationship with food, you just feel amazing. Right? So that was one perspective shift. Another perspective shift 
is one of my clients who I've, I've actually been working with in the academy is she's she's coming up to four months and she she hasn't been binge like she's been feeling really good with food like she came on the call she's like I feel like just everything has been clicking like I just feel really good and like the tools are are coming effortlessly to me now like I just utilize them and like I just feel really good with food and she said I have this fear of losing this momentum. I have a fear of reverting back to old habits. I have a fear of going back to binging. And so again, I shifted her perspective. And I told her, I said, you are healing your relationship with food. You've practiced the tools. You've rewired your brain. This is completely different than going on a very strict diet for eight weeks and being extremely rigid and then eating everything in sight because you were so deprived. You've rewired your brain. You can't undo the work that you've put to shift how, you, how you're feeling around food, how you're thinking about food. You can't shift the work that you've done to be less impulsive with food. So I told her, I said, you need to normalize this feeling of freedom because this is your reality. And I know it feels weird because, you know, this particular diet uh, client has dieted for years and years and years, and she would always end up sabotaging because of course anyone would, not just this client, like even for myself, every single time that I would go on this very strict diet, I would binge like crazy and be like, what's wrong with me? Right. But that's because it was too rigid. So of course, for this client, that thought popped up of like, okay, like, you know, in the past I would go on this diet and it'd be amazing and I feel really good, but then I would revert back to old habits. And I told her, I said, this is not a diet. You and I work together to do things sustainably, to reprogram your brain, to become less impulsive with food, to help you better cope with your emotions without turning to food, to be able to eat some sweets without guilt, to honor your cravings without binging. We've done the work. You've done the work to heal your relationship with food. You're not dieting. You put in the work to rewire your brain and it's so different than dieting. And she was like, that is true. That is so true. Like I need to remind myself that this is not a diet and I'm not going to revert back to old habits because I did things sustainably. You cannot undo healing your relationship with food. Like you can't undo the work that you've done to reprogram your brain and to view food differently. You can't undo that. So that was another perspective shift. Another client on a coaching call said to me, it was a a Q&A, and she said, so a little background. Went to the grocery store and I decided to buy Oreos. And I told myself that if I want one Oreo tonight, I can have one Oreo. Like she literally told herself, if I buy these and I want one Oreo tonight, I'm going to allow myself to have one Oreo. And so she said on the coaching call, she said, I I allowed myself to have an Oreo, but I don't know why I ended up eating six. And right away, again, a shift in perspective, I told her right away, I said, this is restriction. I said, it seems like it's not restriction because 
you told yourself that you're allowed to have it. But can you watch the language? You told yourself, if you want one Oreo, you can have one Oreo. Do you see how that is a rule? Do you see how that is restriction? It's easy to feel like I'm not depriving myself. I told myself if I can have one, that I can have one. But when you tell yourself you can only have one, which honestly is not going to be satisfying, like let's be honest, you end up wanting more. It's like the the, the rebel inside of you is like, I can only have one. I'm going to have more. And then right there after let's say she had the second one, in her mind, it was like, I only was supposed to have one. So because I messed up that part, I'm going to leave, I'm going to just binge because I already messed up. You didn't. Who said one is like the perfect number? It's not. So again, I shifted this client's perspective and helped her see that she was still subconsciously restricting. And this is, you guys, this is truly like the power of coaching. This is what I do with my clients, right? Like this client, if she didn't have this coaching, she would have been like, what's wrong with me? I feel broken. Like I allowed myself to have it and I always spiral into a binge. But I literally shifted her perspective and helped her with that one shift to be like, but that's still restriction. And that created a light bulb moment. She's like, that is so true. And I said, it would have been so much better if you didn't just say, you can only have one. And you allowed yourself, let's say two or three, I guarantee that you would not have six, right? So that's that's something, again, that I really helped this client shift her perspective on. So right now, you might be subconsciously restricting yourself without even recognizing it. And I can, I can spot this very quickly because I've been through it. I've been through it. I know the sneaky restrictions. And with just like a few shifts, you can literally prevent binges from arising. Right now, you might be trying to distract yourself or stay busy when you feel the urge to binge and you always get mad at yourself. You're like, what's wrong with me? Like, I try so hard to not give in. But I can help you not only view the urge differently so you can start feeling way more powerful over your urges, but I can actually give you strategic tools for when you feel the urge to binge that will automatically help you not give in. I've had clients, you know, utilize the tools that I teach, whether it's like the timer method or breath work, cold shower, whatever it is, I have a bunch of them. And they're like, it's so crazy because I like the the urge just went away. But if you don't have those tools, then it's like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Like why, like you're, you're getting upset at yourself when really, if you just had the proper tools and again, you viewed the urge differently things, it would be easier for you to not give in. If you view the urge as like, it's so strong, it's so powerful, I there's not even a chance that I won't be able to not give in, you're going to give in. But when you shift your perspective of how you're even viewing the urge, it's just an itchy mosquito bite, it's just like a child throwing a tantrum, whatever it is, it's like it doesn't feel so powerful over you and you have your control back. You might be getting mad at yourself for not getting in protein at every single meal. But that's a rule. I can help you shift your perspective to start creating a boundary for yourself versus a rule so you can effortlessly get in protein at every single meal without even thinking about it, without even putting pressure on yourself. 
This is really the work that I do with my clients. Yes, you're going to have an array of tools that will help you become less impulsive with food, get rid of your urges, be able to eat chocolate free of guilt, be able to be home alone without the urge to binge. That's a given. But I'm also going to help shift your perspective and help you view food differently, help you get out of the all or nothing mentality, help you stop being a perfectionist. I'm going to help you recognize the blind spots of why you're feeling out of control. And literally with a few simple shifts that you can start implementing immediately, you're going to have less binges. This is what always happens with my clients. Like even, you know, one of my clients asked a question and I, and I sent a voice message in the academy and she was like, you just make things so simple. Or they'll say to me, like, I didn't really think of it like that. But I remember also on my journey When I was struggling with my relationship with food, like I only saw view, I only viewed food in one way because that's all I knew. So right now it's like you might be only viewing food in a certain lens because of conditioning, because of diet culture. So when you have somebody like myself that can give you a shift in perspective and help you view food differently, it makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. When you're trying to figure out, wait, why did I, wait, like this one client, like why did I end up having six Oreos? Like I allowed myself to have one. And right there I was like, but the fact that you just only allowed yourself to have one is literally the reason that you spiraled into having six. But like, it's so hard to see that yourself because when you're in it, it's just like, why did I do it? And then when you have somebody who's been through with lived experience, like I can so easily point out to my clients, like this is why you're out of control. Like you can literally tell me like, this is my situation. Like, you know, I eat he- some of my clients, I eat super healthy all day and I binge at night. And within five minutes, I ask them a few questions and I'm like, this is why. Like, this is why, this is why, this is why. And like, literally they make a few shifts. And then the next day it's like, they have less binges at night. Or you're feeling less guilty. This is the power of coaching. This is the power of having somebody who has lived experience to really give you a perspective shift. The tools are important. You need to know what to do. But if you know what to do and you're like, why am I still binging? There could be some blind spots and that's exactly what I can help you with. So this is really the power of coaching. And I want to share this to not only give you a few examples from my clients, but to even just get you thinking of like, oh, maybe this is why I'm out of control with food, or maybe this is why I spiraled out of control the other day. And sometimes you can't recognize it yourself, but that's exactly what I am here for.